This is Mandalore from Maul, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. Parts of the show were recorded in front of a live, captive studio audience. This is the way. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast, it's been a busy week on the forums. We barely had time to keep up. The road ahead is paved with good intentions while the light side territory battles start to take shape. But Paul doesn't like one of the requirements and writes an open letter to CG. It's their fourth anniversary this weekend, and we are getting three Clone Wars Chewy Shards. And more. We also got a journey's guide to the journey guide that doesn't provide much clarity, even though they say it will provide clarity. Yeah, never wrote that one. We find out how to get Kiati Mundi Shards, and it reeks of confusion. And T-Money and good old Maurice sit down and talk about the end of content. For a certain era, and the beginning of another. All this and more along with the live fourth segment right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. And welcome into Nev. This is the 40th episode of the Escape Pod cast you know if i if i get another 12 more i get a free squishy i'm excited i'm excited but for different reasons i i'm i'm one of those people that likes nice round numbers you know like 40 50 60 100 200 i like don't you know i'm weird that must be my britishness coming through (laughs) well it's all good my friend because uh you know for our 40th episode CG, it's it feels like they just decided, you know what? We're just going to throw everything that we have currently leading up to this right now. Well, I mean, they, uh, uh, they've thrown some stuff at us. Uh, uh, whether it's good or not is debatable. Okay, well, you know, um, let's jump. We're going to jump around the week a little bit because we we have kind of the way that we did this is we planned out that we're going to talk about this in a certain order to make sure that we get everything that we want to get, especially when we start off with the road ahead. Now, the the new trilogy content, we're not going to talk about this just yet because... We have some special guests, ain't that right, Nev? Oh yes, we do. We love having our special guests on. Well, we we uh, we have T Money and Good Old Maurice from Operation Metaverse coming up, and we are excited. We're going to talk to them about the end of an era and the beginning of another one, as we said in the open. Um, so stick around for that. Now, another thing that they're doing is they're having a fourth anniversary we're gonna we're gonna get to these things 
we're absolutely going to get to these things. But we wanted to start out with the plan so far. Um, actually, no. No, we don't want to get to that yet. We're going to start off with the light side ter- uh, territory battle stuff that they put out. Yes, because that was this, earlier in the week. Yeah, that was earlier in the week. So maybe we will go down the line in the order. But, um, you know, the 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 thing that, that really, really stood out to me this week was that they decided to put out this picture with the 501st and Padme and Kiati Mundi and a really, really bad-looking Ahsoka <laughs> and a General Skywalker. Yes, yes, they did. But and, did you see what's in the background? Did you see what's in the background? Uh, well, I see... I, I see that it's Geonosis and I see a capital ship, you know, it, I don't see the Y wings next to it. So it's either the executrix or the negotiator. And I see one of those, you know, those, um, I, I can't remember the name of them, the sphere, uh, bases. Yeah. The, the, the droid army capitalist ships, you know, the kind of, the kind of capitalist ship that, uh, uh the kind of capital ship that, uh, new Gunray would be uh you know positioned in don't you agree oh come on no well (laughs) do i agree that that he would be in one of those ships yes do i agree that that means jack squat no (laughs) i mean you see it it doesn't it 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 doesn't mean diddly squat because we 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 know that uh we know that uh we're, we're getting the malevolence so uh yeah my my theories from the beginning of the year to the end have fallen flat. (laughs) Yes. Now they did. Let's jump into the Republic offensive character reveal. This was put out on the 21st, which uh, that was today on when we're recording this. Um, It said in conjunction with the recently announced Geonosis territory battle Republic offensive. I I thought clones on parade was a little too funny to be true. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a few new units hitting the hollow table. We are, we're told that we're going to be getting the arc trooper. Now yes. this unit is the light side that they, they say it, they state it again. This unit is the light side equivalent of the Geonosian brood alpha and will have his shards available on the cantina, just like geo brood alpha did when it was released. Arc Trooper, like the GBA, has a summon ability. And this is in the form of an automated turret. Um, he also has the 501st tag, gives him home in the General Anakin squad, um, takes advantage of tactical awareness for fives, and they already posted his kit. So they said that he will be part, he will be like GBA. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, they also confirmed that the Malevolence was there. It's a Separatist capital ship earned via MK2 um, uh, guild event tokens. Now, they talk about that um, Kiati Mundi shards can be earned in a special mission during the third phase of the Republic Offensive Territory Battle. So mm-hmm. going the backwards way, that is, that is the... Um, that's the arena. That's where we fight the Ackley going left to right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were then told that uh, just 
later today, eight hours later, that the Reek is encountered in the arena itself in the third phase of the territory battles. And your team of clone troopers, led by Jedi Master Shock T, must face off against both the Reek and the Bounty Hunter, who was the template for the clones, Jango Fett. <laughs> we knew that. Yeah. The Reek itself is a new mechanic trample, which makes anybody subjected to it vulnerable to extra damage for a short while. Well, I mean, even 1% extra damage is pretty much a one-hit KO in, in how they're making this tough. Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh, I don't think you're Prove wrong. Me wrong. I mean, yeah, no, you, you, you're not wrong at how tough this is going to be. I mean, they did say that they were, they were tuning it, tuning it to, um, what was it? I think it was... Um, tier three relic um if if my memory serves me correct pretty sure i mean gear 13 definitely um, i'm pretty sure that it was tier three on the relic that they were tuning it to though yeah uh, well we all know how how that will go mm -hmm. uh players yeah. who triumph over Django and the reek will earn kiati mundi shards uh, for their guild as a reward, so make sure that your squad is up to the task. So, you know, 501st get a bonus under um, under Miss uh, Miss T. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but another person. So, General Skywalker is a bonus for Miss T, but. He's a better leader. It's kind of like that first Poggle mission where do you really want to take Poggle or do you want GBA's uh, GBA's kid in there? Yeah, yeah, it is because uh, that that one's always uh, that that mission has always irked me. It's like I, I don't want to use Poggle's leadership. I want to use the Game Boy Advance. You know, so yeah, it's it. it I, I don't know. Sometimes they throw these spanners in the works every now and then on the, on events and on the. Uh, on various different CMs, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, but here, here's the other, uh, other part of the Reek and Nexu uh, encounters. Um, then there's the Nexu and all the chaos of the engagement. The Nexu of the arena has escaped and is found in the cannon in the last phase of the territory battle. Now, so that's phase four. He's seen in the final encounter in one of the combat missions in the bottom territory. Mm -hmm. So once again, that's what is essentially right now Newt Gunray's mission. Yeah. If you're going left to right, but instead you're going right to left. So Newt Gunray's mission is going to become the Nexu mission. And they'll encounter them in the final phase. This is equivalent to the AT. Uh, it's an AT AT that you're fighting in light side territory battles. I it's believe an, uh, AT um, ATST. Not the, the Atats. Atats is are it, the four, Atats is are the four legged ones. ATSTs are the two legged ones. I'm pretty sure. Right, but I, I thought there was like. They they scaled it down or something. It's it's been a while since I did Hoth. Um, <laughs> it's been but a while one of the AT units. It. <laughs> yeah, it's an yeah. AT unit. Uh, it's a, so it's an AT unit that you that you knock out at the very end of uh, in the fourth mission of the light side territory battle, uh, where you need Commander Luke Skywalker. Now, are you going to need General Anakin? 
the epic confrontation character. I'm going to get to something on that uh, at the end of this first segment, Neil. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, As we mentioned in the open, as we mentioned in the open, I did write a letter, an open letter to CG. We're going to be posting it. I wrote this on Monday when they initially announced in that uh, light side Genosis territory battles Republic offensive, where they said the light side version of the event will feature difficult missions with iconic Republic characters, such as general Anakin Skywalker and general Kenobi. They also had a certain other Jedi in there, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, I'm scratching my head. Please remind everybody, Paul. It was, uh, I wish I could, pronounce his name correctly when um but we'll say emming effing mace windu mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> uh, you know i do really think that he should have been included in the fight against jango oh, of course Just he should have. i mean for, for you know if, if you're if you're looking to make content too much content because you know the movie is you know content at the end of the day how how you can have a battle that does not end up with uh, you know mace windu squaring off against Django fair is it's beyond me how you cannot have something in there it, it really does amaze me that he really doesn't technically square off against him he just stands in front of him and cuts his damn head off. He does have to deflect, what is it, three? I think there's three shots. And and you gotta remember that, you know, poor old Django, he, he he did get like he did get stomped on a little bit. You know, so you know, he probably wasn't a hundred percent, you know, so Mace Windu did get to uh you know, did kind of take his head off while Django wasn't like hundred percent. He had just been uh, you know, ruffle stomped by uh, you know, a very, very, very angry four legged alien with a great big horn. So, so maybe instead he got mollywopped. Yeah, yeah, mollywopped. Yeah, mollywopped would be a good description. Yeah, for sure. That's okay. still. No I excuse. just wanted to make sure. You know, we 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 have a lot of uh, we have a lot of continuing running gags. Um, now, you know, I'm looking at all this. The character reveal, the Nexu encounters. It's all well and good. It's all well and good, but. It really, it didn't taste right to a lot of people on Monday night. They've had some time to think about it, but there, there certainly was some passion and, and a lot of passion that initially comes out, you know, it is negative, Neil. It really, truly, sadly is negative. Yeah. Well, like you just said, you know, it doesn't sit right with people. When things don't sit right with people, you know, opinions will be expressed. Yeah. So with that being said, I I sat down late Monday night. Uh, this has a timestamp of 2 a.m. Central Time on Monday night. And I was honestly sitting there penning this. So, you know, some of it has been addressed. I'll address whatever I need to after I read, because I want to read it verbatim, because I want to give you guys the mm-hmm. passion that I wrote in this open letter. And as I post and as I'm reading this live right now, we will then create a copy of this and also post it on our social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, 
because this truly is an open letter to Capital Games. Are you ready for this, Nev? Oh, yes. I wait with bated breath. All right. Dear Capital Games, earlier this evening, you published a forum post touting the new Light Side Territory Battles features. As the Territory Battle Officer for my guild, the Escape Pod Yavin 4, I am now concerned for the stability of my guild and many, many like us. We are a strong group of dedicated launch and near-launch players. Our guild has stood the test of time with the Tank Raid, the Sith Raid, and even Dark Side Territory Battles on Geonosis launched back in June. The reason for this worry is that I believe to be a hard requirement of General Anakin Skywalker, an epic confrontation character that you just released a month ago, is wrong. Your track record of placing these epic confrontation events and the pacing of them leaves me no recourse but to provide this very stern monologue. I love Galaxy of Heroes. I wouldn't continue to host this show if I did not. And I do not want to see this game end or die from player base shed. I recognize that you feel that you will get a new player base with the Rise of Skywalker and the many shows that are coming out on Disney+. Plus. I also recognize that you have catch-up mechanics in the works to help those players rise to be able to play a little later content a little quicker. But I come before you today as I share this publicly for the first time on our Friday, November 20th episode to ask you to seriously reconsider putting General Anakin Skywalker into any sort of requirement for light side Geonosis territory battles. Now the problem the problem is that not exactly that many have him even near ready. In fact, the number that I keep hearing is roughly 857 stars in the wild. But rather what the potentially forced usage would cause amongst the player base. Let's say that everyone who has General Anakin Skywalker ready were to join together. That means, if it truly is 850, only 17 guilds total would be able to have the chance to even attempt this mission. And on top of that, how many do actually have him 7-starred and are not using him? That number probably isn't that different. You are headed down a very dangerous path by alienating a very large chunk of the player base over this. A player base that is starting to unravel at the slightest change. We have seen some very talented content creators leave this game over Malik's first appearance. The introductions of Gear 13, the introduction of Relics, and even General Anakin Skywalker. You no longer answer any emails that I have sent out. We do not have a test server that we were told we would get. The beta server, which you don't even speak of, hasn't even seen the light side territory battles map as of when I wrote this. And while you made a great step forward a few weeks ago by being honest and open in your question and answer, 
you neglected some very good questions from the community that weren't your typical troll bait. Now, the offer stands to come and play hardball right here on the Escape Pod cast. I even recognize the nod to us and to Galactic War Report in the article as well, and while I appreciate it, Galactic War Report deserves every single piece of that credit. We do, on the other hand, need to know that you're not trying to tear this wonderful community apart. If guilds continue to dissolve and players and content creators whom support you continue to hit that delete button on the app, those left behind will either continue to have nothing to do or it will simply be a whale fight. And even those whales are straying from the flock. If I am totally off base, someone show me why via Twitter, via Facebook or CG. I know you have my email address. The platform will be yours. The final edits of the show will be upon your approval, but I am not going to give you slow pitch softball. We are here. We, the Escape Pod Castaways Content Creator Network, supports you. Will you support this community as well? This open letter stands once again as the open invitation that you are seeking. Do not let our listeners down. Do not let your fan base and the community that you helped foster sit in the dark. Kit reveals and selective Q&As are all well and good, but let's have a heart-to-heart. You, Neil, and myself. Let's show everyone that the carrot being dangled of a new raid will in fact come to fruition and that this game is alive and well. And if it isn't well, I assure you, answering the hard questions head-on with us will stabilize its condition. Sincerely, Paul Anthony, The Escape Pod, part of The Escape Pod Castaways Network. I'm applauding you. I'm applauding you. <laughs> that, was a, that was a very, very eloquently put letter. Good monologue there. I mean, it's and and and, and you've it, got that you've got that all typed out so that um, so that we can uh, post that onto the server, have you? So that everybody can go and read it. Yeah, and and I I will copy and paste that. Uh, it's probably going to be you know there are a few things that you know while I was reading it, um, you may notice a few edits, mm-hmm, but yeah. the, the entire the cuff, you know yeah, but the gist of the letter is there. And I oh, will yeah. post this. It's it's true. I I will ask some hard questions, but it's only out of love that we will ask any of these hard questions. And mm-hmm. you know, we're not asking. And and um, unless you have some other motive, Neil, I'm not asking for them to give me the source code to this thing or or tell me specific numbers. I just want to get hard fact answers out of why and when things changed. I mean, we know we know the departure of CG Carry had a large um, a large element in this, but there's there's questions that I'll keep 
up my sleeve until we know who we can talk to. And we will. Mm-hmm. We're not going to play slow pitch softball. We're, we'll play ball, but it's not going to be slow pitch softball. No, no, it won't. Uh, definitely won't be from me. <laughs> Stiff up a lip and all of that. Yeah, I've, I've got some tough questions that I'd like to ask them. I mean, obviously, you know, now that we've gone over the uh, the Republic offensive and we'll continue the remainder of the segment with the road ahead, we can go on to, um, we can act, we're actually going to come to one of the main parts for the road ahead, which is the hyperdrive bundle. Have you heard well, about actually, the hyperdrive bundle? Actually, I have. And let, let's give people time to soak this in. Let's hit, uh, let's get to some of our uh, some of our partners real quick, and on the other side, we will absolutely hear what the new account specialist himself, Nev, has to say about the hyperdrive bundle right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans, and more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord at all lowercase Micaeus number 0127. That's M I K A Y A S number 0127 or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod. From the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze today on YouTube, a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! The Escape Pod cast now offers our faithful listeners a way to show their support via merchandise. Declare your allegiance to Team Paul or Team Neil with official shirts. Get a story time with the llama button or magnet. Or just represent the show by getting an official logo hoodie. There are now even Team Scotty and Team Heinze options available too. Become an official Potawan today. Check out the merch at escapepodcastaways.com. This is Hellenics. Hashtag shameless self-promotion and you're listening to the escape pod cast part of the escape pod castaways network and welcome back to the 40th episode of the escape pod cast and while things have changed some things stay the same and yes i'm still here but we definitely 
have a a change that did happen. You know, Neil, you've been you've been a new account specialist from the very very beginning of when you started doing YouTube and <laughs> when you became a content creator. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah, and when you be <laughs> um but you know, it's it's been a it's been a fun ride to to see where you were. You know, I went back and when when I was looking at having you take over story time when we just started the show, you know, I, I went back and I'm like, can this guy be different every single week? And yes, I mean, you you absolutely were able to always pertain to the here and now, which was great, but. The here and now is changing, isn't it, Nev? Uh, it is changing. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm usually quite uh, optimistic, um, very optimistic. I'd like to think I'm optimistic. That's the third time I've said that word. I need to come up with a different word. Where's my thesaurus? Uh, but, yes, I like to keep an open mind about this. I'm not one of the um, the, the, uh, the, the, the do merchants or the naysayers. You know, I like to have a positive outlook um, with every update, with uh, every road ahead, with every Q and A. Um, now, does that mean I don't have anything constructively critical to to uh, aim in the direction of CG? Of course not. I've always got something constructively critical to throw in their direction. But and that and that's the point. Yeah. I mean, you're constructively critical of them. We tout ourselves as being a content positive. Uh, network and, and and the flagship show but you know there are times as you just heard in the previous segment where we need to speak up and this is you go ahead you go ahead because i i'm i have a different view on it than you do but yeah well it's it's different it's the bulk of the road ahead the two main points, I think, of the road ahead are the journey guide and the hyperdrive bundle. Now, both these things are coming at the same time. They have to come at the same time. The hyperdrive bundle does not work without the journey guide. The journey guide does work without the hyperdrive bundle. But, and this is what's got me, this is what's got me worried. The hyperdrive bundle is effectively something for whales that is going to allow someone that's just started playing, someone that's only been playing for a few weeks, the ability to boost their overall account level straight to the max of 85. Um, and the reason why it's got me, uh, you know, moderately concerned is because there, there needs to be a, uh, there needs to be a working relationship between free-to-play and pay-to-win. There, there, there is a symbiosis going on in the game. It's been going on for four years. And the, the symbiosis and the way it works is because, you know, the free-to-play works well with the pay-to-win. We understand the pay-to-win pays for the game and that they're needed in order for the game to keep going. But there's always been that element of if you grind hard and you work hard and you stick to your farming guides and you remain on target stay on target that you can at least compete with and stay close to the majority of the whales playing the game 
And unfortunately, the hyperdrive bundle has me worried because what it's going to do is create a massive split between Wales starting the game and free to play starting the game. And the, the, the reason why it's got me worried is as, as, as it happens, I've had multiple new accounts. I do them for content. So over the last three years, I've had three new accounts. And on each occasion, I've been able to see how a squad arena shard progresses and, you know, give or take five, you know, give or take five levels, you know, five to eight levels. You know, some people are at 77, some people are at 81. Uh, you know, when the top level is 75, you've got some people at 70. The hyperdrive bundle, for all intents purposes, um, can jump somebody to level 85 from, say, I mean, we, we don't know 100% for sure, but if the squad arena starts at level 28 and someone can literally come in and buy their way to level 85, free to play are going to look at that, know that they can't compete and they're going to leave. And that's what's got me concerned is that the hyperdrive bundle has the potential to scare away new free-to-play. Now, um, nobody, nobody, uh, you know, uh, no one is going to argue that we need, that the game needs and requires uh, pay-to-win players to come in and play this game and wail out. Whether they're spending 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks a month, it doesn't matter. The game needs people to come in and spend that money. And, you know, for, for the for the most part, it's been the veteran whales and the veteran krakens within the community that has been churning out that money. For example, when the Gear 13 came out and when the Relics came out, that is veteran whales, veteran players that pump money into the game, forking hand over fist to, you know, increase the levels and, you know, increase the power of their rosters. However, when that well dries up and, you know, there's, I mean, there's no, I'm not suggesting that that well is drying up, but what it looks like CG and EA are doing is they're looking at, right, okay, when that well dries up, we need to be able to get the money from somewhere else. And where else do you get it from? You get it from new players and you need to offer the new players something that they could not get before. And that's what the hyperdrive bundle is. It is the biggest jump in the game. That, that, that could potentially screw over the entire new account free to player and it, it, it could potentially unbalance the game. That is my concern that it's going to unbalance the game. The whole point of Wales being in the game is that you know they, they compete against free to play and they might have trouble and it'll be like, right, you know what? I'm going to pump a couple of hundred bucks into this game and give myself a jump, give myself a boost. However, once people have paid for these hyperdrive bundles and they've forked hand over fist the money to boost themselves to level 85, it's where do they go next? And where they go next is the journey guide. And that, that, well, that is okay. where, and that is let where me, the Let me stop you Sorry. there. Well, let me stop okay, you sure, there sure. because let, let's talk about this hyperdrive bundle real quick before we talk about the journey guide to the journey guide that gives us the clarity about the clarity. Um, you know, we've got it, it's saying the content within this bundle at the end of the hyperdrive bundle explanation in the road ahead. 
The content within this bundle can be acquired even if you don't spend. Well, no crap. <laughs> I mean, if you farm the if you farm for however long you farm, Neil, when when did you start? What what was the level that you started the hort account at? Um, uh, well, I didn't go, uh, what is it? Level one to level 27. And then I held at level 27 for 150 days and then proce- proceeded okay. to continue afterwards. So I'm on day 58. So it's, uh, okay. So yeah, that you, you just answered that question. Day one of, of this series was level 28. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you are now on day 58 as of this recording or as of when we air this? As of, as of, uh, as of this recording, okay. day 59 will be the day that we air. Okay, and what level are you right now? I am level 77. So it's taken you almost 60 days to get to level 78. Mm-hmm. And somebody can spend yep. to get this right away. Yeah. To to do even well, better. That is what that is what we suspect. That's what we suspect is gonna happen with this hyperdrive bundle. But it's not just the level. It's not just the level that's the problem. Um, because the hyperdrive bundle is also going to give um a starting roster of characters as well as the increase in the overall account level to 85. So it's not just an XP boost to 85, but it's a bundle of characters as well. Yeah, it does say that... Uh, so imagine, so when you when you start the game, you don't start off with a huge bundle of characters. You start off with weak characters and they're low unless you hit, you know, pay dirt with your uh, with your bronzium cards and you unlock a couple of four star characters which i you know i have you know i've unlocked since i've been playing the last 60 days i've unlocked um Thatcher, i've unlocked uh, <laughs> how's that again i've unlocked i've unlocked will correct me urza will correct me um, uh, I'm, I'm butchering the name of one of his beloved uh, Tuscan uh, raiders, but so you know, so if you get lucky, you might unlock a uh, you know a few four star. I got characters. Boba Fett from that. This um, I got Boba Fett from now, a Bronzium well, pack when I started, probably in my second week. I was I was elated. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I am actually. I think I'm seventy shards away from seven starring Boba, farmed from scratch. Wow. So I've been doing pretty well with him. But once again, um, 60 days and you're still 70 shards away. Yeah. And according yeah, to this, exactly. they intend. Now, we, we yeah, l- let me read it. We intend this bundle to yep. be a convenient method for players to unlock the full experience of Galaxy of Heroes. But as always, the content within this bundle can be acquired even if you don't spend. Well, um, no, I, I read the different. I read the wrong part, except to unlock the full experience of galaxy of heroes. Mm-hmm. Is that every single character? Now, the fu- 
Well, I, I think I think what they're going to do. I think the the bundle of characters is going to. I mean, it, I don't think. I mean, I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're stupid enough to include in this bundle um, the ability to have characters to seven stars. What I think it's going to be is a bunch of characters to five stars that will allow legendaries to be unlocked and um, events to be played so for example there are multiple events that require the same faction so you know there are events that um there are multiple events that you can do with phoenix there are multiple events that you can do with empire there are multiple events that you can do with sith so what i what i think is going to happen is you know a bunch of characters that free to play will just have to grind and farm over weeks and weeks and weeks are going to be handed to people that buy this um that buy this hyperdrive bundle so you're okay with uh, somebody getting a five be- are you okay with somebody getting a five star ewok team and unlocking 3po at five star right away i mean are, are, are no, you on board with this no, at all and that, that's just well no I, and, and that see that, uh, until we know the exact content uh, of the hyperdrive bundle um it's it's speculation as to what characters all we know is that they are going to provide sufficient enough to allow an overall account to go to level 85 so we know that there's going to be sufficient enough energy and sim cards because that's what that's what's required the sims and the energy in order to um get a, a, a character the sufficient enough experience or they might just do like um you know a, a, an experience token or something that once activated takes them straight to level 85 there's no way to know how they're going to perform the account jump from whatever level they purchase it at to level 85 there's no way of knowing that but we know that it will go to level 85 the speculation is the starting roster of characters and it's uh, a starting roster of characters uh, that allows them to participate in guild and elder game content. So there's going to be characters in there that allows people to participate in raids, in events, in legendaries. We don't know how many characters it's going to be, but it's going to be a wad, you know, a big wad of characters and a jump to 85. And what's that? What that is going to do is completely and utterly separate the free to play player base because uh you know somebody grinding along at level 40 at level 50 at level 60 in squad arena is never going to be able to compete with someone that instantly goes to level 85 with a bunch of characters that they can gear up straight away and you know uh, i just okay it doesn't it's this is why this is why uh this is why the hyperdrive bundle has me worried 50 the hyperdrive bundle wasn't there I would be overjoyed at the journey guide. Okay. But it's the journey. It's the addition of the journey guide. That's got me worried about this. All right, Neil. So 58 days in, how many seven stars do you have? Um, I've got, let me see. Phoenix are all seven stars. Phoenix, Phoenix and young Han Solo. So I've got six, six characters, fully to seven stars and then i've got about uh that amount again at five and six stars so two months into you know uh, uh, over two sorry well the, the young han solo doesn't count because the young han solo i went from um 
uh, I went to seven stars during my hoarding period of 150 days <laughs> because because of the con uh, the cantina energy or the guild event energy. No, no, not uh, no guild currency. Yeah, because yeah. of the guild currency. So that's yeah. the one character that I took to seven stars so that I would have a seven star character when I went live with the account. So you uh, could do shard shop. Wrong, there are people out. There. Yeah, so that I can do shard shop and so that I can, you know, um, participate in a guild doing heroic on um, across the board, all three raids doing heroic. I, You know, I would then qualify for the rewards in each of those raids. Oh, uh, man. I mean, the whole <laughs> is so, yeah. Uh, but, but and here's here's the kicker. Like 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 I said, this this hyperdrive bundle all leads back to the journey guide. Now they didn't talk about the hyperdrive bundle. They just talked about the journey guide. The, the the hyperdrive bundle has only really been included in the road ahead. Prior to the road ahead, um, the Q and A mentioned the journey guide, and everybody, myself included, we talked about it with Warrior, talked about it with Saitor. Really, really excited at the prospect of. Um, hero's journey, legendaries, and epic confrontations always being in the event tab, and you would simply pick and choose which one you wanted to go for, look at the journey guide, look at what characters you needed in order to qualify for that event, and then you could farm accordingly. So if you wanted to go for JTR, you could just farm those characters until you had your JTR, and then you could write, okay, now I want to go for CLS instead of having to wait for the cadence. So every three months, you know, an event coming up every three months and you having to farm in accordance with some kind of farming guide, the farming guide kind of goes out the window with the journey guide, because you can simply pick and choose which legendary and epic characters that you want to farm for. And that was brilliant. But now they've brought the hyperdrive bundle out. It, it, it makes me think that the whole point of the journey guide is so that people can keep buying these hyperdrive bundles because the hyperdrive bundle is going to contain gear to max out um, factions and to um, uh, you know provide you with mod slicing gear and various different bits and pieces in order to max max out a um, a faction in order to do maybe a legendary so you, you on top of people starting accounts getting a massive leap to 85 with a bunch of characters uh it, it the, the hyperdrive bundle has the potential to then allow people to look at the journeys guy and go i want cls hyperdrive bundle oh i've got my cls i want jtr purchase hyperdrive bundle oh 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 i want my jedi knight revan don't have the characters purchase the hyperdrive bundle and it'll allow people to um uh, you know just get what's necessary to instant it, it's it's instant gratification without having to do the work um oh. and then you're going to have a bunch of uh, you're going to have a bunch <laughs> of people playing that don't know how to play the game with you know intermediate uh, you know push, pushing on you know pushing on to veteran accounts without actually knowing how to play the game and they'll spend all of this money they'll come again come up against people that do know how they're playing the game and you know whack them out of gac you know knock them off their pedestals in territory wars and it's just and and, and you put the two together and it just like i said it it it, it has me concerned and it has me worried um um and and 
I'm going to touch on something that uh, Arnold said during one of his recent videos is he uh, theorizes and there is definitely, um, uh, you know, credibility in this theory. His theory is that the uh, the hyperdrive bundle and the journey guide is being aimed at people that want to wail on alt accounts because there's no new content. Whales and veteran players are getting bored with their current um uh, with their current accounts that you know there's there's nothing coming on the on the horizon they're kind of bored with you know tinkering with oh you know taking a, a gear 10 to 11 or an 11 to 12 or you know finishing off that last character why not start an alternate account when the journey guide comes out and buy a bunch of hyperdrive bundles knowing exactly what is going to be good for you in various different areas of you know because a, a veteran that gets an alt account but then whales on an alt account through the journey guide and through the hyperdrive bundle is going to do very very well in this game and that is going to be an extra thing that screws over the the new free to play out if we don't have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new free to play coming through and sticking around in the game there is going to be nobody for the whales to compete with and they're going to lose interest and they're going to stop spending. And, you know, the game would end up, you know, petering All right. out. All right. So, so Nev, you know, this is, I, this is almost like my open letter, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, you know, we have all of these concerns and that's the best way to put it. We have these concerns what mm -hmm. do you say or what is your solution to this while still being able to be profitable as a game that is under the tutelage of electronic arts? I mean, that the, they are, they, they need us. They're not us. They need the, 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 companies to be at certain profit margins and i mean how how are they going yes. to make this money without it well, the, the, the making the money isn't the issue they will make the money but it's going to be a fast buck because without a free to play player base for the whales and the people spending money to compete with then those people spending money are, you know, very, very quickly are going to run out of free, you know, they're going to run out of people to beat and they're all just going to be fighting against each other. And it's so, going to be so whale your, versus whale. So what's there the is, solution? I, I have been, I've been, I've been racking my brains. I cannot, it, it, it's unusual for me, but I, I, I can't think of a solution but I'm trying to come up with a solution based on the speculation of what's in the hyperdrive bundle until we actually physically see what is in the hyperdrive bundle. I'm not going to know, um, or I'm not going to be able to uh, hypothesize how it's going to affect free to play players and new free to play player accounts. I, I, I just don't know if it's as OP as I think it's going to be. Um, then it's not going to be a massive issue because if the hyperdrive bundle has got dozens of characters in it and the ability to go to level 85, uh, it's not going to be a major issue. It's just going to be veteran players 
um, buying into alt accounts because if that is what you get, lots of characters and a boost to level 85, they are going to have to charge hundreds and hundreds of dollars for it. And someone just starting a game from a free-to-play point of view isn't going to want to fork out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars immediately. The way that you get people hooked onto these games is first they buy 20, then they buy 50, then they spend 100. And, you know, it's a snowball effect. You can't instantly ask people playing this game to be the tip of the spear straight away. It just it doesn't work that way. Uh, I know, um, you know, hearkening back to uh, the the Twitter conversation that Carrie had with someone regarding, you know, how much how much EA and CG would like people to spend playing this game and catching up in this game uh, figures in the thousands but someone that's just been playing the game for a few weeks you can't say well you know let's offer them something for a thousand nobody is going to pay that much right up front that's never played the game before only veteran players doing an alt account that know the value of what's in the hyperdrive bundle and until we know what's in the hyperdrive bundle we won't know. I won't know. Sorry. All right. So here's my solution. Uh, uh, you know, my thoughts on a solution. If you purchase a hyperdrive bundle anywhere before arena, then what, then you should be placed in a whale shard. If you do not purchase this hyperdrive bundle, you get placed into a wait and spend shard. That's my. They solution. could do that. The CG could. Um, they could partition the servers. Um, it would they be possible do. for them to. It would be possible for them to script it so that they can partition the servers, but they. They won't want to partition the servers because they will want a mixture of free-to-play and whales in the same servers in 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 an attempt to try and encourage the free-to-play to become spenders. But here's the thing. If, if you can whale on these hyperdrive bundles, I mean, w- w- progressively over the last... A, a year and a half, two years, we have seen minnows and dolphins priced out of the game. This is going to, you know, these hyperdrive bundles could potentially price out heavy whales and it could become a Kraken only game. Now, what made the game so good in the beginning was you would have a mixture of minnows and dolphins and whales and everybody could compete with each other because the power creep wasn't so bad before two years ago but as the power creepers kicked in the more you spend um, the more you take advantage of the power creep and there is no bigger power creep than being level pegging with someone at say for let's say hypothetically two character two people at level 50 one's free to play and the other is contemplating spending and <coughs> that level 50 player just goes you know what sod it buys a hyperdrive bundle and just shoots forward and then out competes with everybody. And it's like, oh, brilliant. You know, I've spent, you know, $500, $600, $700. And now I'm making uh, 1,500 crystals every single week. Brilliant. You know, I'm making, because they're making back in crystals some of what they've spent in money in order to get, you know, the chests and stuff like that. 
that's what CG are wanting from from what I can tell with the hyperdrive bundle. It's the the the, the, the three hundred thousand crystals that they say that they give out the the three hundred thousand dollars worth of crystals that they give out a day. They want those crystals going to the people that are already spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. If the majority of the crystals are going to people that are spending big and not going to the free to play, that's what I mean when I say you know it it destroys and decimates the free to play player base and without those two um uh, player bases being close to each other widening that gap it it screws things up and and they won't want to separate the servers they won't want to do that because they want to make money and the best way that they can make money is to encourage some kind of um um reaction within a free-to-play player you know I've, I'm, I'm sick of this you know in order for me to compete fine i'll spend 50 bucks but 50 bucks isn't going to cut it with a hyperdrive bundle so All those right. players will leave and like i said w- when we see the hyperdrive bundle i hope it's not as bad as i i'm envisaging i really really hope it isn't i'm hoping that it's one faction you know like uh, Let's say, hypothetically, you get a booster level 85 and you get Phoenix because Phoenix will let you do a bunch of events and it will get you two legendaries. So Phoenix at five stars. I'm hoping that it's something like that. One faction at five stars. If it's any more than one faction at five stars, it's going to screw up the free-to-play player base and it's going to annoy the people that have forked out money for those characters because they instantly qualify for GAC and they're going to go into GAC, not know what to do, and they're going to get stomped on by veteran players. Well, I mean, it, that's that's exactly what... Uh, we won't have long to wait to find out if this is what happens because they said it's coming with the next title update, which is mm-hmm. next month. Right before, yeah. if I'm correct, right before Rise of Skywalker, I mean, Neil, that's three or four shows from now. We won't have long to wait. I know. We won't have long to wait. It's so not going to stop anyway. me being worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have been neglecting a major part of the road ahead, and mm-hmm. that is the new trilogy content. And coming up after this break in story time with the llama, we are going to talk with Operation Metaverse, T Money, and Good Old Maurice right here. Uh, right, uh, we're going to talk with T Money and Good Old Maurice about that right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Ooh! 
track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at micaiahsmods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod, Cast. This is Heinzy, and you're listening to the Escape Pod Cast on the Escape Pod Castaways Network. The Escape Pod Cast for Kids. It's really cool. Hello, and welcome back, Escape Podawans, to Storytime with the Llama and the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. This week, we are asking the all important question to be or not to be? Wait, wait, no, that's wrong. Hold on, let me try again. TB or GTB? That sounds better. Should your guild be running Hoth TB or Janoshian TB? First, let's break down some of the differences between the two. The biggest difference right off the bat is the difficulty level. CG themselves have said that the GOTBs were designed with relics in mind, so do not underestimate them. The special missions in the Hoth TBs utilize factions from all over the game, while the Geonosian TB CMs and SMs focus primarily on Separatist and Galactic Republic factions. Last, but certainly not least, is currency. Guild Event 2 currency, to be exact. The only TB that gives it to you is GOTB, and without that GET2, you won't get the Negotiator or the upcoming Malevolence capital ships. When your guild is faced with the choice of TB or GTB, it's important to look at the list of what is needed to fill platoons. If you can't fill the platoons in the GOTB, that will put you at a severe disadvantage in the CMs. If you're an early to mid-game player, you're likely chasing the Revens and Malik at G12, not General Anakin Skywalker at Relic 4. You don't have the older gear to salvage for parts anyway for relics at this point. Sticking to Hoth is not the end of the world. There are different stages of the game, and unless your favorite thing is ships, and your favorite character is GK or GG, then you're not going to be pushing for the Guild Event 2 currency at this time anyway. Relax with the easier missions of Hoth, and get better Guild Event 1 rewards for now. Farm for Imperial Probe Droid, aka the Mallet Killer. Work on that Imperial Trooper Squad. They're more handy than some let on, but most importantly, play the game the way you want to play it. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with The Llama and the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. Finally, after seven days, I was able to get a few minutes alone to check the ship logs, and the emergency escape pods were launched right after episode 29 the week before. 
Now, there's only a small group of people who knew the codes. I need to do some more digging, but those three are definitely on the suspect list. The Escape Pod cast now offers our faithful listeners a way to show their support via merchandise. Declare your allegiance to Team Paul or Team Neil with official shirts. Get a story time with the llama button or magnet. Or just represent the show by getting an official logo hoodie. There are now even Team Scotty and Team Heinzy options available too. Become an official Potawan today. Check out the merch at escapepodcastaways.com. Hey everyone, this is Biscuit Weasel here from the Escape Pod Cast Content Creators Network. I'm sure some of you have seen my latest videos about General Kenobi countering the Millennium Falcon and Rebel fleets, as well as my top 10 Zeta videos for newer players. But I want to help you guys personally. If you head on over to patreon.com slash biscuitweasel, that's weasel with a Z, to check out my new Patreon rewards. And while they last, the first 10 people to sign up at the $10 level will get the whole $30 package for their first month for free. That's patreon.com slash biscuitweasel. Remember, that's with a Z today. And now time for something completely shameless. Thank you for calling Derelict Droids, your one-stop shop for refurbished and slightly modified, used and certified pre-owned droids. How can I help you? This is your favorite Swuggle YouTuber's favorite Greek-American Swuggle YouTuber from the greater New York City area. And I recently destroyed my T-Series protocol droid. I was looking to see if you guys have anything in stock that I can quickly pick up. I do kind of need an assistant. Certainly, sir. Being that you are a Swuggle player and a Swuggle YouTuber, we can only assume that you have tons of galactic credits to spend on a new droid. Uh, we have hunter killers and assassin droids, protocol droids, luxury companion droids. Uh, what were you looking to purchase today? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm kind of free to play right now, and my galactic credits are kind of low. You got anything on clearance? Oh, God, we got another broke Swuggle YouTuber on our hands. Hey, D742, do we have anything on the clearance rack? Uh, something that's barely being held together with duct tape and hydro spanners? N00B is available for purchase. It looks like you're in luck, sir. We do have one item remaining on our bottom shelf of our clearance rack. It is designation number N00B, and it is available for immediate purchase for only 99 galactic credits. Quite a good deal, I think. I got a 10% coupon here, coupon code THX1138, and I'm wondering if I could apply that towards this purchase. I'm sorry, sir, but your coupon cannot be applied towards the purchase of any clearance items. All right, all right, all right. Do me a favor. Set that droid aside and put it under the name Hellenix. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. I'll swing by to pick it up as soon as I'm done listening to The Escape Pod cast with your hosts, Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Air. Take it away, boys. I've got a droid I gotta go purchase. Receiving incoming transmission. Welcome back to the 40th episode of the Escape Podcast. And this week, if you're just tuning in for just this portion of the show, this week we have a very, very special guest. Uh, in fact, 
we have some very, very special guests, if you will. They are, in my opinion, the the place you go if you have any questions about this game. Because they they make it easy to understand this game. It's been about... Uh, let me think here. It's uh, been about 23 episodes since we had them last, and I'm very, very excited to welcome to the incoming transmission, T-Money and good old Maurice. How are you guys doing Operation Metaverse? Hey, Paul. I'm great. Thank you. It's a very generous introduction. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, so, you know, they, they uh, pe- people apparently enjoy the introductions that I that I come up with these days, so you, why not you give the, it to every single person? You are person? the master of ceremonies. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you were going to say we were the best looking of all the content creators, but I'll, I'll take, uh, um, I'll, I'll take the informative part. That's all right. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know, I, you really, you you can't mess with uh, with perfection that is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yes. He does have I a agree. very nice shiny okay. head, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> Especially when he pulls out the uh, pulls out the tinfoil hat. Then it gets really shiny. Yeah, you guys did a great job. I think maybe it was three episodes ago. I think you had Thaddeus on also um, the guy from Bethesda. That was a great show. I listened to that one. Uh, I guess a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We've had him on Operation Metaverse yeah. as well. Great guy. Yeah, that that uh the content creator special. That mm-hmm. was uh I, that that one has been uh one of my favorite episodes to to bring people. So, thank you for the kind words. We really do appreciate it. Now, we want to talk. We we saved this for you guys. Um, we just got done tackling the road ahead with the exception of two items. And the item that we saved for you was the new trilogy content. You know, they mentioned that it's the end of the Clone Wars uh, era, if you will. Uh, but it's the beginning of the new trilogy content. So... Before we get into uh, donning our own tinfoil hats, if you will, um, let's talk about, you know, they they said they were delighted by all the imaginative Clone Wars squads that we've uh, that we've built. What has been your favorite Clone Wars squad? And we'll start with uh, we'll start with T-Money. Well, I mean, I, I guess good old Maurice really got me on to Shakti. She's she's a really great character, and uh, having her enable those <clears throat> pardon me those clones with Anakin for that big big um, you know panic hit when he gets all fussy that that was a super fun team to counter Darth Revan with. I liked it a lot. It was just just my style of play. I like kind of edge your seat, edge your seat, and then, you know, the other team destroyed, you know, much like the Grievous nuke counter, that sort of thing. Uh, so I, I, re- I really liked that. I really liked that that team quite a little bit with the clones. My clones are much better geared now, and I have um, my General Skywalker at five stars and working 
somewhat to counter Darth Revan. Um, that's a pretty that's a pretty neat squad too. But I, I really like the 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 any nuke squad. So you've got everything to split your uh, your clones down into two two squads and have your team money. So you really took advantage I, of the the new character, the new Clone Wars characters that came in to be able to have two squads. Well, I don't have my like my clone sergeant done, um, and so I just have I just have the three main clones, uh, General Skywalker and uh, and snips for the five of the all the five oh first basically everybody's at gear 13 except for gas and then i have um i have shock t uh, i was running her at like gear nine and ten uh with my clones at gear 12 and and anakin at uh relic seven um og anakin what are we calling him now um you know so so yeah, it was a nice team to have under geared and uh, and with just kind of lots of resources into into um, Jedi Knight Anakin to to make it work to make it happen. All oh, right. So what? Uh, so so well. I, I guess well, the, the I, yeah. I guess I was Neil. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you want to share with uh, Do you want to share with Team Money what we call um, um, old and new Anakin's? Oh yeah, it's uh, uh, of course yes. Um, it's Boss Anakin and Bitch Anakin. So uh, yes, so obviously Boss Anakin is the 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 new version, you know, the new shiny version, and Bitch Anakin, you know, is the whiny one that uh, you know. Oh, Padme. Um, oh, and on the subject of Padme, well, th- what's your third? Um, what's your third Clone Wars era squad then? The, what what do you what what did you throw in with uh, with uh, Padme then? Well, right now um, I'm running, uh, you know, it was all messed up before with Anakin and the clones. And then what do you use on Padme because she doesn't have a damage dealer. So, you know, there's some teams you can take down with using Padme without Anakin, but it's always, you know, uh, again, edge of your seat sort of stuff. Uh, Right now I have um, General Skywalker, the clones and Snips. And then I have Padme, uh, GK, Shakti, uh, bitch Anakin and um, a fifth. It depends what I'm running. If I need my Grievous nuke team that I'm running R2. If I, you know, don't have that, I might be using it. Just the four of them, you know, Shakti. Uh, did I say Shakti on that team? Yeah. Yep. Padme. Padme. Yeah. You said Shakti uh, and Padme. Padme, GK, Shakti, Anakin, and then C3PO needs to go with my CLS. So it's just kind of a moving, moving target for the fifth one. I'll do four if I, if I, if I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Is, is that, uh, is that similar for you, uh, um, uh, Gom? Is, is, is that kind of like the similar makeup you had for your Clone Wars era squads? Pretty much. And it's, it's, it's basically, it's ever since Shock T was introduced, you know, obviously I go for the clones first. I would love to have her leadership Zeta back. Cause I, I really don't find myself using her as the lead. Um, I love her on the Padme team. Now that Ahsoka's kind of got the 501st tag, and she's kind of the temporary fill-in, you know, for, for your General Skywalker Rex lead sort of teams. Uh, Shock T's been great on Padme. She's she's so flexible. You you can use her in the Padme team, mod her like super, you know, lots and lots of health. You can mod her for the clones, you know, you go protection. She's very flexible, both her kit, how you mod her. Uh, her relic adds even more versatility in terms of stats. It makes her even more of a just kind of a, a Rubik's cube, if you will, of, of, of stats and what, what you can do. Uh, it's very, very good. Um, you know, the Clone Wars, obviously some of the dark side stuff, I, I really enjoyed the Separatist 
um, the separatist teams, uh, even the characters, the plug and play ability of those factions as well. Like me personally, I really like to run like a GG Nuke sort of sort of cop. So I'm using a lot of Dooku, a lot of Newt, uh, kind of throwing the separatist droids all over the place, seeing where they fit best. It's been B1 is an excellent character. I think he's one of the best best characters in the game. I, I like him a lot. Uh, just he, he's also very versatile. Yeah, I, I'm going to jump in real quick. You you mentioned you're wanting that, um, you're wanting your Shock T Zeta lead back, but I mean, you kind of read tea leaves, if you will, even if you did it accidentally, because remember, Shock T is going to be the leader to get Kiati Mundi shards. So you know, oh, indeed, yeah, I think you're safe. Pure, pure luck, <laughs> pure luck that was, yeah. That, that's it's no different than you know they came out with the grandmaster of the Yoda lead the Jedi finally have a good lead everybody jumps to the Zeta it's like ah oh, just kidding here's Basila and everyone jumps to the Basila they're like ah oh, just kidding again Jedi Revens it's, they've kind of done the same thing here they've given us a shock T like the new clone lead and then they give us instantly General Skywalker just a few months later that's at the end of the day is going to be a much better lead for your clones and shock T but um, well, we'll see we'll, we'll, you know the the Arc Trooper adds another character to the mix you know. But we could always get maybe another. I guess this is the end of the Clone Wars content, huh? So that's, there'll be no more clones, which is unfortunate. Now that I think about it, but we'll see. It'll be interesting where all the characters end up here once this era is, is complete. You know, so it'll be cool to see what all the player base does with their tons and tons of options in Black Republic. Well, I mean, the the, no, the, the the post itself does say that obviously it's 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 a transition. They're 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 referring to it as a transition. Um, from uh, uh, Clone Wars era to new trilogy, not so much an end, um, because obviously in the beginning of the new year, we'll have the new season of the Clone Wars. So maybe, um, I mean, obviously you've got lots and lots of Clone Wars era squads, but I mean, there's a couple of, uh, I mean, most people would 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 agree that there's there's a couple of missing elements there. I mean, what uh, what w- what do you think? Since they're transitioning out of the Clone Wars, what would you say they have missed? What what have they you know what have they dropped to the ball on regarding Clone Wars era? Hondo, oh sorry. <laughs> well, being from the guild, the Wolfpack, I would say the wolfpack <laughs> you know, i think having i don't know i guess i guess you can only have so many clones but you know clones are a big part of the star wars universe it would be nice to have a few more um a few more in there and have you know have some of the other jedi have uh you know have clone leadership too because it wasn't just um you know just kenobi and 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 anakin it was uh you know plo certainly um uh, you know snips it would be nice for her to have some leadership with the clones i mean yeah i guess even her like her younger version um you know should have should have some sort of leadership that 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 uh synergizes with those guys so kind of sad that they're moving on and they there's there's some there's some gaps yeah well i mean there is there is the uh, there is uh, the possibility i mean obviously this new phase that they're transitioning into is going to take them uh, well sorry take them take us as a community well into the spring but going into the spring would actually be roughly the end 
of the uh, the new content that will be available uh, from uh, Disney Plus of the, the 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 final kind of like closing out season of the Clone Wars. So, I mean, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I suppose it's possible that um, with uh, the popularity of the show, I mean. Because they do, they do tend to to bring characters in, uh, depending on the popularity of a show. I mean, we saw the characters coming in from um, Star Wars Rebels because it was a popular show, and uh, the Clone Wars animated series that brought in a lot of popular characters. So, if that final season um, and and the characters that are in it becomes popular the you know there's a possibility that you know once this new era this new transition of the new trilogy is kind of like done and dusted and they've brought in their new characters and they've brought in their new ships uh, i'd like to think there's a, there's a possibility that they might kind of like round off a few extra squads what do you think I was a little disappointed many, many moons ago. You know, you you could kind of get into SWGH and see the game files. Like you could see the characters that we don't physically have access to, but you know, you could see like the the NPC characters. You you could see like Imbo, and there was a couple Night Sisters in those files. And uh, you know, we we have four leaderships for the faction, but only eight characters. It would have been nice to get maybe a couple more Night Sisters. To, you know, just to kind of throw them in there because you do have to use Asajj for that one mission. So, so you know, it, you know, for those that only have like five mm-hmm. night sisters, you know, because initiates is not very good. Uh, Ac- Acolyte's good, but there's just better. You know, it'd be nice to have an extra option in the nice night sister department. Um, that 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 was kind of disappointed we didn't get those. I thought they'd kind of sneak those in on us, and it hasn't happened yet. But mm. I mean, they did sneak in a lot of us. Uh, I mean, they snuck in, you know, separatist droid reworks, yeah. and they snuck in droidica, and they snuck in the the B one, and so I, I kind of agree with you there. They could have snuck in a couple of extra night sisters, couldn't they? Yeah, because I mean, especially Talzin and, and Asajj are both arguably, at least for Grand Arena and territory wise, meta leaderships. You know, Talia's and is kind of eh. Daka's is serviceable. Daka's is really good in three versus three, but it, it would have been nice. Uh, to kind of get those characters that they showed us on SWGH many, 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 like, God, it's probably been two, three years now since we saw it. We had access to that stuff, but, you know. Uh, so with all of that being said, we are heading for this transition to the new trilogy. What are your thoughts on the, uh, I mean, they've only mentioned a couple of characters so sh- so far. Uh, and, and as they said in the post that they, they can't release specifics about some of the other upcoming characters and ships, but uh, um, give us your, uh, give us your best speculations on uh, what you think the game has to look forward to regarding characters and ships from the rise of Skywalker. Well, I think one of the main things that we're going to see, and they hinted about this on uh, um, the Galactic War report when they did their most recent interview, um, that they're going to kind of complete the ship factions. And we're seeing that right now with the Y-Wing, with, you know, the droid ships and the coming um, malevolence, that sort of thing. So, you know, we're, we're seeing kind of, whereas it was kind of this, you know, potpourri of ships before, like it was in the very beginning of Star Wars with Phasma, you know, with God knows who behind her, you know, in in arena um, being meta. Uh, now we're, we've moved way away from that for the most part. I mean, Geonosian Brute Alpha and Grandmaster <laughs> Yoda, I see a lot in my shard with under Darth Revan, but, you know, for the most part, we have complete factions. We at least have enough characters for, to complete them. So I think we're going to see that with ships now. 
with Hux coming into the game, I mean, that says to me that uh, a first order capital ship is in order. Uh, maybe that's going to be a legendary. I don't know. Capital ships are a pretty big deal. We don't get a lot of them. And so, you know, what, what, you know, how are they going to introduce that if that, if that's a thing? And then we have, you know, all this spattering of, um, of first order, very good ships, you know, st- very good standalone ships, but it's just not enough to make them meta i know a lot of people who have used them to challenge the meta um if they have them well geared they've been able to even beat rebels uh but um you know they're 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 not so we're gonna i think we're gonna see a first order meta i i thought it would really be an arena but just the timing of general skywalker i don't know like they're not gonna kick skywalker out of arena before he's even there right like you know seven star skywalkers are quite rare still so i think that uh, I don't think the timing is right for them to, you know, kick him out of arena for a, for a first order meta. I don't think it's going to be a resistance meta. We've had that. We've never had a first order meta. If it's not arena, then it then it might be in ships. But you know, I don't know. That that's that's my feeling. But um, uh, I've been I, yeah. yeah. I've been saving and saving and saving guild event tokens uh, mark two for malevolence, and so I really really hope that the Clone Wars meta in ships, you know, being negotiator and malevolence is going to be a true, oh, what's the word? Uh, something that does take hold, you know, one could beat the other or they are both balanced out and they push out the pretty much mindless tapping of the Akbar Rebels meta. You know, it's it's a hope and a prayer, and I know, sadly, we've seen where hope and prayers get us these days. <laughs> so, uh, so Gom, I've got a um, I've got a um, a prediction regarding the uh, uh, the Hux, the General Hux, and the uh, the ship that I'd like to pose to you before I get your opinion on the uh, the the new characters. What would you say? to my prediction that the whole point of having General Hux is indeed to bring in a capital ship for him and that the way I see Hux and his ship being introduced is along similar lines to how Phoenix and Thrawn and Thrawn's ship came in. So five first order for a legendary event gets you Hux and then you would need the uh, um, some ships to ships at five stars, six stars, and then seven stars in order to get Hux's ship in a legendary event. What would you say to uh, that kind of speculation? Well, I think you're totally right about it. I, I think he's definitely going to have a capital ship. If I had to put money on it, I would definitely gamble on that one. It's just I, I don't know. I haven't thought about it from the aspect of him being like a legendary character. Um, if so, I hope so because if especially if you did the first, I love the first order. My first order are pretty decked out so that i think that'd be kind of an easy easy one for me uh so that i hope so because i just i don't know the hooks like i love the first order there there are certain things that the first order are missing one of them is being a capital ship you look at those ships the three of the the, both the tie fighters and uh the tie the tie silencer all three of those ships are within the top six uh one of them is 203 so they're all technically have top five speed in the game so if you could bring in a ship that maybe like Hux's capital ship could kind of add some sort of durability mechanic to those three ships. I mean, you've got the fastest, most offense-oriented, you know, trio to start in, in a fleet battle. So they, 
uh, uh, they, it can be dangerous. I mean, Fox's ship, you know, does provide some sort of lasting power for the ship. So that's something maybe similar to like the undending loyalty, but some sort of, you know, get out of jail free mechanic, if you will. Um, that can be a really, really dangerous squad. Uh, you gotta be, how about like a, how about like, how about a, a like a, a, a bonus, a bonus protection mechanic yes. for assists like Akbar? Something. That would make them, that would make them more survivable. Well, or you could, then even, you'd be able to take advantage of their speed and their uh, attacking prowess. Or you could even do, he could have a mechanic similar to Kylo's even like uh, Kylo Ren's unmasked character. Like every time they get a buff or something, maybe they regenerate a little bit of protection. Uh, Cause there are some buffs flying around that team, especially with the, the, the shuttle. Uh, the shuttle could be, the shuttle's good. Uh, a lot of people sleep on the shuttle. It's not a, sh- a ship. A lot of people have, but it, it, it is very, very useful. It, it's got a really cool reinforcement ability. It's one of my favorite reinforcement abilities. And it could really come in handy against these Galactic Republic type type fleets. You know, if, if Anakin comes off the bench, you just get a little extra time before he drops his big bomb. Ahsoka can't dispel. You know, Plo Koon can't provide a taunt, can't give turn meter. Um, so the shuttle, the shuttle can be really, really handy against the, the negotiator fleets. It's just it doesn't really have the capital ship that it needs. And they've got a real chance here to make things very, very interesting. Uh, the characters themselves too could could provide a lot because the first order faction itself, the characters, they're missing a few things. Like the uh, first order officer is okay, but like all the things first order officer does, they need to be provided for the whole team, not just one character. And I, th- I think they got opportunity here to really tie together that faction and make them a lot of fun to use. Um, so I'm I'm pretty pumped about the announcement of that Sith trooper and Hux. So. And uh, so, so uh, obviously, so we've just speculated there about Hux and the first order ships and, you know, getting a first order capital ship to provide some synergy to the first order ships. Uh, what do you say about their counterparts, the resistance? Because there's there, you know, there's no resistance capital ship either. And we do have a, a smattering of resistance ships. So uh, we we wouldn't. I mean, clearly we would need some more um, first order and some more resistance ships anyway. But if they introduced a, a general solo, um, they could very easily um, introduce a, a capital ship for her, or maybe even um, the capital ship for um, um, Purple Head herself. Yeah, that's kind of you know you. I've I've kind of speculated that Holdo would be the capital ship commander. For a while there there is some resistance a lot of the resistance ships aren't very attractive i guess but but then again neither really are the first order at this point so uh, really all i need is just a uh the capital ship and to rework resistance pilot ship because it's terrible it's pretty bad <laughs> so that that ship would need some love i guess i don't, I don't think they've reworked ships yet so that, that would be an interesting path to go down <coughs> pose the fastest ship in the game so that that could be cool i think I think, you know, when you're talking about the legendary and Phoenix, you know, I'm wondering if it's going to be the other way around. If, you know, not first order getting their own capital ship, but the resistance, uh, requiring resistance to get um, Hux's, you know, capital ship in the legendary. And it might not happen right away. Maybe it's something around... Um, you know, another ship or two is introduced and then we have to, you know, that's our little, you know, panic farm slash, you know, really, uh, you know, focus farm uh, before it's released. But I'm going to certainly go and start finishing my Ray's Millennium Falcon, which is not currently done. Because <laughs> I think that that's, that's a real possibility. Like you look at, there's only two resistance ships, right? And there's three. No, um, there's three. Three. 
You've got Poe Dameron. Uh, sorry, sorry. Poe Dameron, uh, two, two, um, Dameron, Resistance Fighter, both X-Wings, and then Raze Sorry, and two Phoenix, two Phoenix ships and three Resistance ships. So it's not beyond, uh, you know, not beyond reality to think that, that even with just three, that they could hold a legendary, you know, mm-hmm. pair them with. What if they have to team up? What if they have to team up? Mind blown. Oh, the first order and the resistance. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, and, um, and ex- that would be great. That would absolutely be great. But we also need Snoke. Now, that being said, if they give Haldo a ship, then it has to have a kamikaze mechanic that takes out the opposing capital ship and takes capital ships entirely out of the equation. But that ultimate yeah. has to have a long cooldown. Yeah. That I, I think I've mentioned <laughs> that once before, but I, I mean, I think that's a great idea. They can't give Holdo a ship now. No, not not with like you know. Let's talk about the new movie. Yeah, and I mean, it, that's like you know, that's Holdo's not getting a capital ship. It's got to be whoever's you know, unless she somehow survived. You know, beamed out of the <laughs> whatever she can use a capital called, ship you know. once <laughs> the entire yeah. entire game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it comes in the hyperdrive pack. Ship ship version of a ship nerve a ship version of a, a grievous nuke team. Uh, literally, it's, you know that's it. Ship destroyed. <laughs> you really want to win that grand arena? Maybe that's all that's in the hyperdrive pack is just that ship. <laughs> you just like use it over and over again to win now it's gonna have to be a, it's gonna have to be a, a, a episode nine ships and we've seen from the trailers ships in there so uh um i i think uh when they introduce um uh, lando because uh, the, the 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 one character that i've said from the resistance side that is guaranteed to be brought into this game is a veteran lando they have to you know it's it's the I, i'm betting the house you know the bank the car everything on them bringing in uh that lando and if they bring in that lando then they could bring in yet another millennium falcon um that he gets to pilot um which which could uh you know offer up one more ship I, th- I think they need to have at least five resistance ships if they're gonna introduce a resistance uh a capital ship there what do you guys think veteran lando would be cool like that, that why not yeah you, you got to you got to follow you got to follow the the smugglers up with some veteran lando action <laughs> get another millennium falcon That's, uh... <laughs> And I think that, you know, Phoenix could be paired with Rebels, but, you know, you can't pair Resistance with Rebels. You know, they're trying to make a very, you know, a distinction uh, between those two kind of eras. So, you know, we definitely have to have a, a, at least at least one one more ship. Well, I don't know. Well, but some yeah. of the... Some of the we're, we're a couple ships short. A couple ships short yeah. The, three I mean, some of the new characters that will be in Episode Nine have got to have ships. Um, and, and there is always the... Uh, what's this new tiny little droid that they've thrown in you know for mer- dio. dio so obviously i mean obviously it's there for merchandising and merchandising only because i've already seen in myers the dio um droids in uh, uh, in the toy section they've already started selling those things so uh <clears throat> there's there's got to be um that th- there will be more characters but it, it's kind of the you know they've got to find uh, that characters in the new movie that have ships because a faction uh, isn't really worth getting a capital ship for unless there's what, at least 
what would you say the minimum re- minimum required number of uh, uh, ships would be in order to introduce a, a capital ship for that faction? Five. <laughs> five. <laughs> it, yeah, the, five's the answer because we're getting malevolence. <laughs> so we've got three resistance. So we need two two ships and uh, a capital. So three ships. I mean, they they. I mean, they did say in the post, you know, that they may not be releasing specifics, but they do have they they have confirmed that there are other upcoming characters and ships. So we know that we're getting a Hux. We know we're getting a Sith Trooper. We know we're getting other ships, but obviously, you know, Lucasfilm are, uh, are going to keep uh, CG and EA quite tight-lipped on it until, you know, just before the release, because they're not, not going to want any of these new characters or, or ships released until after the movie's released. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of disappointed in the road ahead and what little information it discussed, with the exception of the, the Hyper Bundle Pack. You know, that's, um, you know, they, they, you made a good point. They, they can't really tell us anything. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling we're going to get bombarded with stuff as soon as the movie drops. I have a feeling there's going to be a whole little mm-hmm. package that comes along with it. They gave us a little tease of these two First Order characters. Probably get some Resistance character ships for sure. Um, we're going to get spammed with stuff. And I, I hope they are creative with the way they release it, not just marquees. And the Galactic Chase events are cool, but, I mean, really... You can't really afford crystal wise to be doing too many of those. Those could get kind of pricey if you're not careful. <laughs> you know, you just start going and going and going. You're like, oh, and the 400 refreshes. You're like, no, 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 I gotta stop. <laughs> but it's a, uh, we'll see. I, I like the, I like the legendary. I, mean, the I, 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 I'm hoping hooks is legendary now. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's that. That's what I'm kind of. Uh, that's what I'm kind of. I've got my fingers crossed on um, prediction wise, but uh, I, I do agree with. Um, team money i i do think once the movie's out um i I have to agree with you guys we're gonna get spammed with a bunch of marquees like we did with um phoenix you know if they 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 have spammed us with six characters in short you know in quick succession before so you know as far as i'm concerned they know which characters they're going to introduce you know um disney and uh, uh disney and lucasfilm will have told cg we want these characters because this is the you know the, the, from a merchandising point of view from a gaming point of view they're going to have their eye on x amount of characters that they want introduced into the game that cg cannot tell us i think that they've probably already got them created and ready to introduce as marquees and then you know once they've been introduced as marquees out come the crystal packs and they'll expect everybody to buy and buy and buy and you know That'll be the uh, the legendary for a general solo, perhaps, and then they'll bring her ship out, and they'll bring some more resistant ships out. I, I just think between, uh, you know, from the end of the movie, uh, you know, sorry, from the end of the movie, from the day the movie's released till about the end of January, it's just going to be marquee and legendary city from First Order and Resistance. And then we'll get a whole bunch of stuff that gets released along with the DVD Blu-ray digital release of this end of the, you know, Rise of Skywalker, the end of the saga. Sorry, the end so. of the saga. Yeah, no, that I, I've never, I've never bought into that, that, that end of the Skywalker <laughs> saga thing that they've gone for. Um, but that's definitely going to be good for the game. Uh, more, ca- it's more characters are, I, I must, you know, I, I I'm, I'm talking, talking from a, a GAC point of view, um, you know, the the more factions that are involved, the more interesting it makes GAC. 
because GAC is where you use all of your factions and you use all your squads. And the more squads we've got, the more interesting and fun it makes GAC. So an extra first order faction uh, or an extra legendary and an extra resistance faction. It's all good as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well, we'll get into the whole GAC stuff here in a moment. Speaking of GAC and, uh, you know, kind of learning the game, if you will, um, you know, Team Money, what kind of uh, what kind of workshops you got coming up over uh, over there in Operation Metaverse? Well, we have our patrons in what we call um, our Grand Arena Boot Camp <laughs> this month, <laughs> where we're cracking the whip and uh, getting people's counters tuned up. And uh, we just released, I mean, not really. People could do whatever the heck they want. <laughs> but that's what we're offering as a series. It's kind of like <laughs> tune up your roster, train your roster, um, get it working really well, modded properly for uh, PvP. And uh, we have, we just released to our patrons uh, our Grand Arena counter sheet. And Good Maurice is just in the process of linking a bunch of, you know, example videos. So we've got, we've got a, got a lot going on there right now. Um, and we're trying to um, balance that with putting videos out. We kind of go through spurts of putting videos out and then doing patron stuff and kind of going back and forth like that. Well, that's that's what I've always loved about you guys. So that the fact that you are invested in the community. I mean, I know you guys just heard about uh, um, this past uh, few weeks. You've heard that we've transitioned into the Escape Podcast ways, you know, because it's all about doing an uh, doing a service for the community rather than you know just going gung-ho and and doing whatever you want and just hoping for hoping for somebody to go oh i'm gonna like this video i'm gonna like this podcast you know it's it's all about the community so you know gom what about you i mean what uh what are you looking forward to doing in the next few months with uh with operation metaverse and also tell people how to find you guys well, well, we'll let her plug the channel. She's much, much better at plugging things than I am. But I, I just, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of, a lot. That, of- that, hold on, that, uh, that, uh, that phrase right there is making the Christmas tape. I'm just gonna say that. Hey, have at it. <laughs> have at it. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to, 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 to like, I really like taking factions as a whole and kind of making them all interchangeable. And if we, you know, the first order, the resistance. Um, you know, they're, they're a couple characters short, and, and you know, we'll get a couple more, and we'll add some variety, uh, really spice up Grand Arena. I got a lot of new things I want to try for Grand Arena. Um, you know, it, it come Christmas time, I really, um, Reality Skew Gamers, they, they do a, a big charity event. They do lots of, like, marathon streams over the over the holidays and stuff. I really enjoy those. I've taken part of those, uh, taken part in those in the past. Um, I believe I had a three-hour dance-a-thon last year for it. That was one of the most embarrassing, but enjoyable experiences of my life. So I just, like you mentioned, the community, the community is what makes this game. And I just, uh, I just enjoy hanging out in it. You know, I can't complain one bit about the people, <coughs> excuse me, the people I interact with, with this game on a daily basis. Like you guys, for instance, you know, we, we did a Patreon workshop earlier tonight, even so just interacting with all sorts of people. It's, it's a lot of fun to me. All right. Team money. Give us the plug. 
Well, our YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash Operation Metaverse. You can find us there on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we stream the Galaxy's Edge Operation Metaverse's live stream. We also have our Patreon and our Discord that we love very much. Um, you can find us there at discord.io forward slash Operation Metaverse. Tag us. Especially good old Maurice. He likes to be tagged at like four in the morning repeatedly. I'm just kidding. He never wakes up. He falls asleep on me all the time when we're making videos. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very good sleeper. He's a good sleeper I have a firm one. bedtime. Narcolepsy sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe you have narcolepsy. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> uh, well, guys definitely go check out operation metaverse they are as i said the the place to go for information on this game as far as you know theory crafting and and boot camps if you will you know it, it's i i'm i'm definitely also going to shout out one of our mutual partners the scum and villainy uh, the Hive of Scum and Villainy Alliance. Um, I, I love, I love that they include us in the groups that uh, that come and talk to their alliance. That's always a fun thing. It is, it is absolutely great. Have you seen their memes? Their Mandalorian memes. Oh my gosh, they're so good. I don't know if they're making them in that in their guilds, but. They're so good. Like they're the best memes in the whole internet for the Mandalorians right now. Well, that, that sets me up perfectly to, to mention that Nev and I will continue our weekly show as we are going to be guests with Thaddeus from going nerdy on talking Mando this Sunday at eight. Would love to have you guys tune in as well. Uh, Oh, Emily. Awesome. So, with that being said, guys, uh, once again, Operation Metaverse, thank you so much for sti- uh, for stopping by and talking with us. Coming up after this break is our live fourth segment, where we're going to uh, we're, we're going to give you guys a challenge if you are brave enough to go and grab yourself an anniversary character. Trove pack. Stick around for more information on that right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lower Case Micaeus number zero one two seven. That's M I K A Y A S number zero one two seven, or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. 
Legacy Escape Podcast now offers our faithful listeners a way to show their support via merchandise. Declare your allegiance to Team Paul or Team Neil with official shirts. Get a story time with the llama button or magnet. Or just represent the show by getting an official logo hoodie. There are now even Team Scotty and Team Heinze options available too. Become an official Potawan today. Check out the merch at escapepodcastaways.com. Hey everyone, this is Biscuit Weasel here from the Escape Pod Cast Content Creators Network. I'm sure some of you have seen my latest videos about General Kenobi countering the Millennium Falcon and Rebel fleets, as well as my top 10 Zeta videos for newer players. But I want to help you guys personally. If you head on over to patreon.com slash biscuitweasel, that's weasel with a Z, to check out my new Patreon rewards. And while they last, the first 10 people to sign up at the $10 level will get the whole $30 package for their first month for free. That's patreon.com slash biscuitweasel. Remember, that's with a Z today. Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net. This is Biscuit Weasel, and you are listening to the Escape Pod Cast on the Escape Pod Castaways Network. The Escape Pod Cast, the bridge. Well, Nev, I mean, we got some information while we went to air. <laughs> Oh, did we? Uh, what, what information would that be? That would be the light side territory battle require, or not the well, essentially the requirements, but also the um, yeah. Um, they also announced information about the journey guide, about the event cadence. <gasps> right. Okay. Um, I'm just opening up the forum now, so I've got it up in front of me. Ooh, journey guide event cadence changes. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, so I'll go and, uh, you know, since TB is my thing and uh, this journey guide is going to be yours, I'll go ahead and talk about this whole, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot to process. Um, the Republic Offensive schedule encounters, you know, we're we're looking at, uh, we're looking at you're going to be facing the um, Chimera or the Executrix in the beginning, and then there's something called a Squadron mission where you face the malevolence and then on the other uh on the other phase one middle territory you do have regular combat missions um and so there is a phase one ship territory like we like we heard from uh, galactic war report uh phase two once again has this thing called a squadron mission is and its requirements are three Galactic Republic ships at seven star. That's for phase one. Um, I'm going to just go down the list here. There's no requirements for phase two. So this squadron mission thing, I think that it's going to be new. I think that's going to be a new kind of thing to it. Well, I mean, it's going to be uh, um, it's going to be every. It's always interesting the first time through. Um, so there's going to be uh, uh, lots of content creators putting out lots of vids hopefully fingers crossed um 
uh, sharing their experiences and sharing their CMs and sharing all of the various different battles involved uh, during this first, you know, run through of the new territory battle. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Exciting times. Yeah, uh, it shows up again. Another squadron mission shows up again in three and I'm checking on four. The four, the squadron mission requires the negotiator. So all those people who have been saving for malevolence, uh, <laughs> sorry, and that includes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm nowhere near negotiator on. Well, I was about to say I'm nowhere near negotiator on any of my accounts, but on my main account, I am only 15 shards away from getting a five star negotiator. But I'm not in a guild doing GOTB, so. Pff, <laughs> okay, gonna get so. It. We're, I'm going to look at this as well. Um, they mentioned that the phases are going to be run for 36 hours for the foreseeable future, but we should anticipate that both geo-territory battles will be reduced down to 24 hours when they feel the time is right. That kind of sucks, because I like the 36-hour phases because it, it gives you more t it gives people more time to um uh, it gives more people time to do because each each stage has kind of like phases within the guild you know first there's the platooning and then people will do the cms and then you get your issues order your issues ordered your orders issued from your guild leaders as to exactly where to um uh, put the rest of your uh, the rest of your roster so it, it, each stage has kind of like got three phases of orders from your uh, uh, from your guild leaders and the 36 hours really helps with being able to you know pace that kind of uh, pace that kind of stuff out so I, I really really hope that um we can bug them into saying look you know we really like the 36 hours please 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 don't change the 36 hours i am I could not disagree with you any further on that issue because, you know, I am looking at it right now and I am going to have to be up at midnight central time to, you know, guide our group into the final phase of GOTB. You, how many times a day do you get bonus energy, Neil? Um, I mean, if, if, if I'm around, I'll get it three times a day, but okay. normally, normally I only get once. There twice. we go. That, that's all you needed to say. So three times a day, there's three phases in territory battles. There's platooning, there's combat missions, and then there's deployment. And <laughs> you could get your platoons done when you get your lunch energy. You can get your combat missions done when you get your dinner energy. And if everybody would do their stuff, you can open up deployment early and get all your deployment done so their territory battle officer doesn't have to sit there looking at a sheet comparing numbers to see has everybody done their done their missions and then you know if if ships gets closed off early then they have to go through and go okay does this shift uh does this uh does this shift match up or their ship GP match up with what they've deployed. And yes, Heinze, I know that for Australians, territory battle starts at 4 a.m. But I, it, do you know how I had to deal with Scotty enough, Heinze, and I had to deal with you <laughs> as well in my guild for a little bit when you were, when you were homeless. So don't give me any of that. <laughs> Heinze's in there. 
Heinzie's in there, try making it start at 4 a.m. Yeah, I get it, Heinzie. And you know what? If I was a territory battle officer um, for ANZGC, I would be awake at 4 a.m. for you guys and help you out. That's all I'm saying. And he also okay, says, from okay. the whole of Australia, I apologize for dealing with Scotty for so long. <laughs> he says he's apologizing on behalf of all of Australians. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And, and so you should. <laughs> now, it's, uh, you know, going to 24 hours feels better, but it will put a little bit more stress on everybody to work together. But you know what? I tried... Oh my God, did I try um, to get people to run on a 24-hour clock to get their stuff done. But they did. They they let it stretch out to 36 hours, and I backed off in my guild, and I'm like, all right, I will back off as long as we don't miss. What happened mm -hmm. to uh, last TB? Not this TB, but last TB, we missed two stars, and I was not happy. Well, no, you're not. And uh, one of the main reasons why I like the 36 hours is because the accounts that are in guilds doing uh, the GOTB, that half the time I'm doing, um, half the time I'm, I'm kind of like finishing off um, CMs and deploying in that last 12 hour period because I'm so busy doing other things. So I, I like having that 36 hour period because you know, you know what it's like. Things happen. Uh, I'm recording something. I'm editing something. I'm doing something, and it, I, I do have multiple accounts. And, and sometimes I miss something on one of those accounts. Usually, it's the Merc account. I wish I didn't forget my Merc account, but normally, I do everything on all of my other accounts, and I kind of, I, I tend to forget about. <laughs> my responsibilities to the guild regarding my merc account so that's one of the main reasons why i like the 36 hours and uh, it, it's just really really going to crunch my time if they do reduce the uh, the gotbs to 24 hours don't get me wrong it, it, i know obviously the hoth tb is 24 hours but hoth tb is a lot easier and a lot less intense than GOTB so that's why I'm fine with 24 hours on that because I can do every single CM in the Hoth TB battle I can put my squad in and hit auto I can't do that with a GOTB every battle has to be done manually in order to me in order for me to get close to four or four or three or four now I'm going to tell you that you're really really lucky that Biscuit Weasel went to go watch the Mandalorian because he would, <laughs> he would, he would hear you and be livid. <laughs> he, he, the, 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 I think, I think he wants me to have. I think he actually wants me to have my uh, Merc account step aside so that somebody else can come in. And I've already said that I'm, you know, more than happy to uh, to do that. I'll send my Merc account off to help, uh, you know, help uh, help out another guild. Um, because at the end of the day, the Merc account is only just under 3 million gp and i can understand if he can find somebody with four or you know four and a half mil gp to replace me with but he's, so, it's the horde account the horde account that's that's the one that's not getting booted from uh, uh, uh from dathomir <laughs> well jabrak in our listener lounge says that i need to get hotbot and quit worrying about making sheets believe me my friend if you had the sheet that i have it's much better than Hotbot. It automatically does everything for me. I just get to play around with numbers a little bit more than just some little bot. I'm just going to say that much. All right. <laughs> so, uh, did you get a chance uh, while while I was uh, while I was ranting yes. and raving yes, to read this? Okay, go ahead. 
I've had a look. The, the journey guide, the event cadence changes. Now, I mean, it's only four. It's only a post that's four paragraphs long. Um, but the important paragraph is the second one, and it's not all important. So um, the, it, it goes as follows. It, it, you know, it goes as follows. Uh, we want to begin to tackle improvements to the player experience by changing the event cadence we laid out a while ago. So we know that that's what they want to do. Events currently live on a set schedule until the end of time and increasingly compete with other events as we add more events to the game. Going forward, we plan to make events permanently available via the journey guide after they have run as scheduled events for one year. So that's the important thing. Going forward, they plan to make the event permanently available in the journey guide once the event has been active for one year. So um, Darth Revan, Malik, uh padme all of the events that have come out this year are not going to be part of the journey guide until next year and everything that came before um there you know uh, everything that came before that has been you know existed for longer than a year is going to be part of the journey guide so we're talking um all of the obvious ones we're talking thrawn palpatine yoda uh, bb8 r2d2 c3po uh, chewie uh, uh, um, all of those events are going to be part of the journey guide so people will be able to pick and choose when they go for those uh, legendary characters which is great as far as I'm concerned oh and of course JTR forgot <laughs> JTR yeah, and JTR so we have to wait around a year for things now I'm going to pull up some info here um when was it? When was it? It was April of uh, April of of twenty nineteen. Now it was a celebration. It was celebration. Um, that was that was Darth Revan. Yeah. That that no, that was Darth Malik. Celebration was Darth Malik. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Celebration was Darth Malik. Yeah. Um, February was Darth Revan. Yeah. So. so so all all of the all of the legendaries before Darth Revan will be part of the journey guide. Everything after after Darth Revan, including Darth Revan, will not be incorporated into the journey's guide until the event has been running for exactly a year. Once it passes that one year threshold, it permanently goes into the journey guide, and you can go for that legendary or epic confrontation character or hero's journey character as you please which which is great because obviously this is going to come in next month so next month you will be able to pick and choose which um which which legendary or hero's journey character you want to go for and my god that is going to blow farming guides out of the water yeah it's so i i certainly do look forward to this warrior guide and uh we will have him on once he creates his either pillars or pyramids or or trapezoidal uh, parallelograms or whatever he creates, I know. Um, I'm I'm oh yeah. Uh, I, I'm tingling with anticipation. I really really am. So you know, all right. Let's get to our challenge. Yes. Okay. So. Um, I was way off. I said that this thing was probably going to cost somebody $125 to get 330 shards of a character. I said 50 bucks. And you were dead on. I mean, well, close. You, you were pretty, pretty, uh, pretty darn close. 
It's uh, 5,000 uh, crystals. 5,000 crystals uh, for any of the Chromium Pack characters, which I, I I didn't give you an exact number, and I'm sorry. According to, to my calculations, though, I came in at about 42% are absolutely great to have at seven stars. Did, did you happen to... <laughs> Uh, I didn't come up with a percentage. I basically went through all of the characters and I came up with 17 characters, nine of which my main account does not have. So I feel right. like so there's a hundred that there's, yeah, there's, a, there's, there's 30, there's 31 columns and four each minus one. There's 123. So you're saying 17 characters divided by the 123. You're saying that roughly 14% of your yeah of of the chromium characters are decent. are decent at seven star yeah i've i mean i'll just quickly run through them because uh, it won't it won't take more than a few seconds so i've got django bays nihilus krennic shore trooper sith trooper aura sing b1 basti fallen bosk scion death trooper embo nest mother talzin and shack t they are all possible characters that you can get using these packs. Sorry, using this one-off pack that you can get. Yeah, so this is a one-time pack. So mm -hmm. what we want to do, and, um, and this is how this is going to work. If any of our listeners decide to buy this pack, this is entirely upon you if you want to buy this pack. If any of our listeners buy this pack, if you pull a Coruscant Underworld Police, which is viable, let's see, 1 divided by 123, it is a 0.008% chance that you will pull Coruscant Underworld Police. If you get a cup, I will personally buy you a cup. I will buy you an Escape Podcast mug if you get, no, no, 0.008% uh, their uh, dagger, 0.008%. Now, if you get cup, I will buy you a cup. You have to be the first person to show me, and you have to go back and forth. You, you have to touch on the screen, showing me that it was a truly actual you pulling cup. So if you pull cup, start recording, tap back and forth for me. Show me that it is a real thing, that it was not Photoshopped or not, not Premiere, what, whatever, percent. So. How, how about a little excitement? How, how about I do it on my main account right now? Okay. <laughs> really? Uh, I've, I've got, you, you, I've got, you I've have got, 5K? I, I, I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's my main account I've been hoarding. I've been hoarding for the past couple of months. So I've got 14,300 crystals. So I could actually buy one of these packs now. And I've gone through, and there is, what is it? Uh, I, I do not have Baze, Krennic, Shaw Trooper, Sith Trooper, Aura Singh, B1, Death Trooper, Embo, or Shaq T maxed out yet. So there's nine characters there that I'm kind of hoping that I might get. So I've got yeah. my camera. So I am recording it at the moment. So I'm but, okay. But, but hold on, hold on. Before you do this, how close are okay. you to, to, to maxing these stars? 
Oh, well, I'm not close to maxing them at all. I mean, some of them I've some of them I haven't even activated. Okay, uh, like Krennic's just over s- fifty. Baze is just over fifty. Sure, true. You know, none of them. I've I haven't been farming for any of these characters at all. Okay, so are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm I'm literally holding my webcam above my phone right now so that I can record it. Um, I mean, uh, all, all, I can, all I can do and, is tell you what it is. Okay. And, well, I mean, um, and and you you're gonna put this in your in your uh, video tomorrow for proof. Well, uh, well, what I'll do is I'll just edit the clip. Uh, I will edit the clip and I'll put it in the uh, Discord server so that everybody can see it. Okay. And uh, real quick, uh, Chancellor Gubatine, you're saying forty dollar ca- uh, pod cast mug that's expensive i'm going to tell you this if you are going to buy this because you're wanting something else and you get cup i will give you a cup (laughs) i'm I'm not telling you go buy this and i will give you a cup if you roll cup i'm not telling you to try to get a cup (laughs) i'm not encouraging you to spend money on this game i'm saying if you are going to go and you're going to Purchase this $40 pack just because you you need slash want to, and you get cup, I will give you a cup. Yeah, it's a cup for a cup. It's a cup for a cup. Okay, so, do you want me to do it now? Should we do it now? Uh, go, uh, let's let's okay. do it now. Let's see what you get okay. here. Okay. Uh, okay, so, oh, wow. So, it's, it's got everything. It's got all of the characters in a massive, massive grid that takes forever to scroll across. Yes. So, uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Buy 5,000. Buy 5,000 crystals. That's Please exactly what cup. you said. Don't be cup. Don't be cup. Don't be cup. You can't get a cup. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> What'd you get? <sighs> I got the Geo Soldier. <laughs> Which you already have seven stars. Which I already have. So that's 330 shards straight into the uh, straight into the currency thing. Oh, and and, and oh. what is it? 15, 15, uh, 15 pieces. You got 4,950 shard shop currency. Congratulations. I'm clapping Yay. for you now. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. I was really hoping. Yeah. I've, oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of currency. So I suppose you know that. I suppose there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pieces of gear I can buy there. But since I'm hoarding, all I'm doing is buying gear anyway. So uh, <laughs> well, we now go. you now okay. you can buy more gear. And by the way, now you I can only bu- get yeah. one shot on that. <laughs> I know. I I, so I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't want to waste another five thousand crystals doing another shot anyway. So uh, I was hoping for one of those nine that I really really needed. It would have been nice. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, kind of kind of kind kind of feels. Kind of feels sucky now that I've got the Geo Soldier. So just prove it to me. If you can make a damn good fake that I truly believe you got cup, or that yeah, that you got cup, I will give you a cup. I will per- <laughs> I will personally purchase a cup for you if you buy that pack on your own, under your own volition, and knowing that I am not reimbursing you if you roll cup, except to give the first person to show me a cup. Yeah, that doesn't work, JJ. <laughs> JJ just just photoshopped in a picture yeah. of uh, of uh, the screenshot cup. No, I need to also well, see that shard number the, down at the bottom. <laughs> I, I will. I will. Uh, I will say that uh, I am three thousand seven hundred crystals on my hoard account 
this pack runs for another four days, so I will earn enough shard currency from uh, from Squad Arena and from Fleet Arena um, over the uh, you know over the next four days to go over that five thousand threshold. So I will be very very tempted to because it's a seven you know it's a horde account. I've only got six seven star characters. Uh, sorry, three thousand five hundred at the moment. Currently three thousand five hundred. So uh, yeah, um, it's a possibility. Uh, if I hit five thousand, I might spend the five thousand crystals going for a character um, for the horde account, um, which I will. Uh, uh, if I can make it over that five thousand comfortably, then I'll definitely buy a pack on the horde account and uh, post that in the server as well. Yeah, so I'm I'm really quick going to the to uh, tpublic.com slash user slash the escape podcast, um, which you can also get to this page by just going to escapepodcastaways.com and click on the merch link. I know the site doesn't look all cool yet. It will. Don't worry. But um, I'm looking at the travel mugs, and this is this is the cup I want to buy you guys. The travel mug that I want to. get get for you normally retails for 25 bucks so you know it's a little bit of a little it's portion of your kickback there so you know in fact um islama's listening right now i don't see her in the live lounge so um lama actually does have um does have the the mug she has a travel mug of the escape pod cast logo oh she already so, got one yeah she already has one of them um so i just put a link in the listener lounge if you click on the type you can see the travel mug actually looks pretty freaking cool um <laughs> but you can also go to see that uh um anywhere else you can also get a you can also get a team neil cup if if, if you don't like the the escape podcast logo you could get a team neil mug if that uh if if that makes you happier. Oh, that would make me happy. Because, you know, then that's that's my fans showing some love. Well, you're, you're currently leading. I'm going to tell you this. You're currently leading in sales of individual uh, teams. The, the, the podcast logo itself has sold the most items. But mm -hmm. then followed behind it, narrowly, is you. Oh, lovely. And... And then I'm I'm barely ahead of Team Scotty and Team Heinze, which have also just uh, which have also sold pretty well. So things are going like hotcakes then. But they 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 are they are selling. It, it's it's a very very humbling experience for somebody to order something with your logo on it. It, I know it's got a T-shirt with my face on it. I just it, it it sounds weird when I say it out loud that people are buying T-shirts with my face on. <laughs> and also, the fun thing is that if you guys do have these items, like uh, like our friend Deadpool Kyle has done, like our friend Llama has done, um, and, and I've taken a picture in a few of them, send them our send the pictures our way. We would love to showcase our listeners because we are proud to have you as them. Uh, Chancellor Gubatine says I should make an airlock mug. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I think that it would fail around me, and I don't know why. And I swear to you, I don't know why. 
Yeah, you know what? We'll we'll, we'll do we'll we'll do it like uh, we'll do it like the Ben Shapiro show does it. You know, every every uh, uh, if if you take a photograph of uh, yourself with the bug, and then um, uh, send it to us, we'll uh, we'll put it on our Twitter feed. And put it on the Twitter feed. Put it on the website once it's up and running. Put, you know, we will celebrate our listeners because you guys are the lifeblood to us. Absolutely. Huh. Um, I mean, seriously, uh, Nev, is there anything else that uh, I mean? I think we covered it all. I do. Yeah, this yeah, was we an did. Action-packed week. It truly was. It was. It was a very, very good one. Definitely. All right, I'm going to do one more refresh on the forums. Let's see. All right, and the escape podcast is banned. Crap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we're, uh, uh, yeah, I think we did cover everything. If we missed anything, let us know. We'll talk about it next week. But, you know, it's been a pleasure to uh, to entertain this week. You got any parting words, Nev? Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be uh, um, fashionably silent on this. All right. Well, with that being said, be nice to each other, damn it. And Nev, push the button. You got it, mate. Ta-ta for now, folks. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods. Close down the circuits. This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. friends this is thaddeus from going nerdy the escape podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears sit boo boo sit good dog